1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back, Nation. Hope you're having a good one. We're going around the bases. 254 says, Gavin, defending the, the bad Cowboys culture and making uh, Mike excuses is peak Cowboys culture. I, I just think it's a it's accidental that it happened that there isn't a real daddy of the defense. There's nobody that commands respect and attention. Dan Quinn didn't do it. So I'm with you. I'm on the same page with you. I just don't think it's natural to say, oh, you're not a good leader. Well, I'm mad at you now as a fan for not being a good leader, or this is something you're doing wrong. They're just not good leaders. And in the absence of one, they're all trying to step up and do it. But it's very hard. Leadership isn't something that you just decide to do and go do it. And if your coaching staff isn't good, if you don't really have a functioning GM of the team to keep the, the, the coaching staff you know thinking that way and your gm isn't capable of doing it like who's going to do it asking the players to do it that's that's crazy the, the 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 people that are actually it's in their job responsibility to coach leadership or to you know provide a culture and a, and a and a general set of standards that's coaching that's exactly what that is if you get more of it from your players that is a bonus but all you're looking for from them is consistent hard work, focus, and playing with passion, and that is leading by example in a way. But uh, you know, I, I just think it's 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 weird to look at non-leaders and then get mad at them for not being a leader. Okay, and I don't I don't think you have any on this football team right now. Um, I don't, uh, uh, and I don't know if the the coaching staff situation has been conducive to identifying them. Maybe you know that's another thing on the coaching staff. You got to identify leaders and help groom them. You got nothing. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I think you salute Dak, you know, for, for being an, uh, what I, be, I believe to be an amazing leader. Uh, Brandon Cooks uh, as well. Um, you know, and there's tons of guys that lead by example on this football team on a daily basis. You know, but what you're talking about is the Ray Lewis leader. That kind of dude they clearly don't have. It's time now go around the bases segments brought to you by the frankles life's unpredictable accidents happen franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and dfw if your loved ones has been in an accident contact the Frankels 214 or 817-333-3333 go to truckwreck.com tell us about the baseball wall chuck well i don't think the rangers have a leadership problem marcus simeon
2: after setting a record with the most played appearances in the history of the sport with 835 what did he do After the World Series Championship Parade, quote, I went right into it, said Marcus Simeon. I thought about our opponents and the team that didn't go as far as us and had an extra month to prepare. So I thought to myself, why should I take a three-week break? Because we went this far. Now I need to do what I did last offseason. Marcus is just the man. He's, 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 he's a, just an absolute badass.
0: He's sick in the head uh, in the best way possible when you're a fan he's of just a workaholic. the team that he plays for. Yes. yes, absolutely. And I know that he was talking about dipping into... The, uh, his uh, I believe his son's little league team he yeah. got right into the right right into coaching there so I mean he's just he's a stand-up dude he is the he's picture-perfect discipline everybody knows it was one of my favorite things of last year was reading the story where everybody talks about Marcus in a particular article and all these players are just quoted as like yeah you just you know exactly what you're going to get from him Mr. Consistent and at every time of the day anybody could just if, if you want to know where Marcus is just look at the clock and you know he's 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 Mr. Routine guy, you know exactly where to find him. That's just that that's who he is and that was Man, what a great signing he was just for being that the, the the stable force and playing all of these games. I wonder how many he sets out to try and play this year and how much the the team is like, hey, we, we're going to schedule some days off for you because so, we don't need that September or October slump.
2: Yeah, Boach yeah. said that he has talked to him about that. He said, look, if he's beat up and he's banged up, a day off is beneficial. But he loves to play, and if you take that away from him, if he's healthy, is that beneficial? We're in this game to play and some guys don't want to sit.
1: Well, I think he's got special makeup. His his durability, his reliability speaks for itself. He's an in a department, you know. I, I think other players it does break him down and then they get hurt, you know, cuz something's tired, something's fatigued. But. Yeah. He has the ability to be consistent. So I, I would just do that. it for to, to protect against a mental break.
2: I agree. And I think you've seen that with like Adolis Garcia. You know, he's a guy that certainly you need to give some time off because that will affect him not only at the plate, but uh, he will also get banged up over time. I think Corey Seeger, he's coming back now from the sports hernia. He was talking to the media, said he's feeling okay right now. He's really not sure uh, if he's going to be doing much at all in spring training. He kind of doesn't like to know. Hmm. Really? Uh, he wants just to just be told like, okay, now I can do this or else he's going to start pressing. He's yeah. going to try and be like, okay, I need to make sure I hit this goal, that goal. Uh, but Seeger was asked about his mic drop moment in response to Alex Bregman of the Houston Astros that made the claim of, I guess, uh, people wondered what it'd be like if the Houston Astros didn't win the division. Hmm. I guess we'll never know. Seeger famously goes, people wondered what it would be like if the Rangers didn't win the World Series. I guess we'll never know. That ended up kind of being a rallying cry for the entire postseason here with Seeger's back and forth with the media.
0: What's been the reaction that you've gotten to that from people that you run into? Repeating it to me, <laughs> um, which is great, right? Like, I'm, I'm happy they're, they were excited about it. Obviously, it was a really fun time for us, but got to move on for me. But I'm glad they still enjoy it. Did you surprise yourself with with that? Yeah. Or did you plan that? Ah, uh, no. That was very at the whim. Um. Yeah. That was, <laughs> yeah. Other that.
1: Well, did what he said it appears to have stuck with you yeah, guys? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um. It for sure did. You know, it, it's something that motivated us. Um, we used it, and it. was great for us you know it brought us more together in a time that we were trying to regroup so it was a it was a good thing for us
2: i love it the rivalry between houston and texas it's at an all-time high right now whatever you need to use to galvanize and just get that extra motivation. I mean, look, the postseason is in itself, but that was something that the team was able to come together for. Yeah. And uh, Seeger's moment will go down in history as one of the best mic drops in, in sports.
1: Absolutely. I, I don't know if they win, you know, if, if Bregman doesn't say that. And, and that's why Belichick was so notoriously, constantly playing defense against bulletin board material. Yep. Only good things about the other team can be said. You never know when something's going to go viral or strike a nerve in a way that inspires people to be so laser focused and adrenalized. You know, now they're operating at a higher than 100 percent. You can't maintain higher than 100 percent for long, yeah. but you definitely can through a postseason run when every time you step foot on that field, it's 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 lighting you up. It's refilling your tank. And that I believe that was a huge factor in the Rangers getting it done.
2: We also have Max Scherzer, who uh, was out there at Surprise talking with the media 10 weeks after he had surgery to repair a herniated disc in his lower back. And you've always got to make sure you say that a little bit slowly unless something else comes out. But he said that he uh, feels great. I feel completely normal right now, which is really weird considering I had back surgery. I'm just idling. So that's good news. For Scherzer, he's still on pace right now to probably come back uh, after the All-Star break. He's in, on schedule. But, uh, you know, that's also a guy you kind of just want to make sure. Max, yeah. just calm down. All right, don't overdo it because you are a crazy person that we love, but we also don't want you to do anything that's going to end up uh, being a setback there with that back surgery.
1: Yeah. And you know, he's going to work out like a maniac. Hopefully he doesn't pull a DAC where he works out so hard yeah. that he needs to redo the operation. You know, that's that's going to be really important, especially at his age. He's going to heal a little bit slower uh and obviously the training staff has uh you know a a great deal of experience with these kind of things but I just want to protect him from himself and hopefully the team's playing so well that we don't you know feel any added sense of urgency to get him back in there and hopefully at this age he can bounce back and still be the same you know any anytime you have a a significant surgery like this at any age there's a there's a threat that you won't be able to come back a hundred percent but I think they have gotten pretty dang good at this operation will Chuck? I think
2: they have too. The bummer was Josh
1: Young, and this happened,
2: of course, uh, over the weekend. But he ended up having a calf injury. He was fielding it a It happened ball. during our show Friday. Yeah, there's a, vid- yeah, there's a video of it. So he, the, the diagnosis is three weeks for Josh Young. So he said, uh, I guess I really just don't like being in spring training. If I could get through the first day, maybe the rest of the year would be a little bit easier, said Josh Young. But the team doesn't expect to add any veterans. It's going to increase the re- workload probably of guys like Ezekiel Duran, Josh Smith. Duran's probably the club's top option. If either Josh Young or Corey Seager are not ready for opening day, Rangers had hoped to get Duran more work in the outfield this spring to increase his value, maybe get him some more everyday playing opportunities. Other infielders in camp. Man, it's great to have him on the team, isn't it? He's just a a jack of all trades. Talk about a utility guy. Duran is that dude. But other guys that could see a significant uptick in playing time, Jonathan Ronellis, Davis Wenzel, Baylor, Zone, and then veteran non-roster signee Matt Duffy as well is a guy that they could take a peek at. This was a fascinating article from Jim Bowden on The Athletic, and I was uh, cruising around. I heard Alec and Blake and CA talking about this, and that's why you you turned on leave it on over the course of the weekend. But the Rangers in, in Montgomery, you know, Monty's still out there, and it seems less and less likely. I know Chris Young said he doesn't expect massive roster additions, and it's all going to come down to the money and the contracts, But Bowden wrote about, what if he decides to do a shorter-term deal or even a pillow contract that allows him to go back on the free agent market next offseason?
0: A one-year deal in baseball is called a, pillow,
2: a pillow contract, a pillow yeah. deal. So, like, we saw Adrian Beltray kind of do this at, at points, too, when he first came with the Rangers. Then he got a ba- big extension with the Rangers and ended up having a Hall of Fame career. But maybe you do the, the one-year pillow-like contract, you talk with Scott Boris, his agent, you pay him whatever it twenty five to $35 million for this one year, and the hope is, hey, You're back with Mad Max. Uh, You're on a team that you just won a World Series with. If you go out there and you perform, you carry over that postseason run of success, now you're going to hit the free agent market again next year, and you're probably going to make even more money. So I do think there's a sell here and there's a pitch where this could make some sense uh, for Monty and the Rangers to maybe hopefully get a reuni- get Ooh. reunited.
0: <laughs> That'd be beautiful, man. That really would be nice. I, I trust CY and company no matter what. Even if they get into the season, there's no Monty deal. By the time you get to the deadline, they're going to make the necessary moves that they need uh, in order to get over the hump. And they, they, they will. I mean, ultimately, as constructed, doesn't feel like this is going to be the roster that gets you where you ultimately want to go. And so moves are going to have to be made. But bring Monty back what what a shot in the arm that would be too Dude. like just before this season everybody would be pumped and he still I would imagine gets the lifetime hurtado deal I even so. if it's just a one-year deal with the, with with the club oh yeah so, you honor that yeah you honor that yeah Brandon's a stand-up guy so he's gonna honor that and that's oh, a yeah. no-brainer situation there uh for Monty uh and and the, but the pillow contract is not something I've heard of before this is the first time I've ever heard of pillow contract yeah so Makes this two is of us. Educating
2: the pillow contract, yeah. Rangers are pillow talking. And, I guess uh, we're not baseball guys like Woolchuck and Sands. Yeah, just pillow contract dude. this thing, man.
0: Or how many pillows generally do you guys sleep with? Like, how many do you need to get a perfect night's sleep? Used to be two. two. Now it's got the one. Oh, what happened? Oh, yeah. you you've punted on you. Trade, I don't know. And this you just could, cut one of your pillows. Like I could have
2: gotten ball sacked on this, but Wifey was like, "What you want to do is not sleep with your shoulders uh, on the pillow." So now I kind of just sleep with one because if I have two, like naturally, I don't know. I, I have to have my pillows on the on the pillow, or my shoulders on the pillow. Oh, so, so you were double
0: stacking pillows on yeah. for your head. Okay. I was thinking maybe you had a like different I was getting a little between the of, legs pillow perhaps. I was getting or, some leverage, you know, just a little bit of a lift You wanted there. to be up a now, little bit.
2: Yeah. Now I'm just going
0: flat.
1: I think that's really the, the healthiest way to do it. I have two big heavy ones. They're thick. They're like the memory foam style yeah, ones. Yeah, absolutely. And I like encase my head. Okay. Okay. And it's it, it, it started just as like a coping mechanism for the noise when Abby was born. Yes. And then it turned into such a habit that that's now how I'm co- most comfortable sleeping. So you nice. cocoon your face in pillows. Yeah. That's I got awesome. A pocket down here, I can breathe. So out you of. guys don't yeah. <laughs> you guys
0: don't body pillow this thing, Lucius? How many pillows are you using? Because I, I love it like a between the legs pillow if I'm yeah. laying sideways, or maybe like an under the legs pillow uh-huh. if I'm laying flat.
1: Yeah, yeah. I usually rock with about four of them joints. Nice. Yeah, sleep with like two. You know what I mean? Like, uh, holding, cuddling, like holding cuddling them. And I'm yeah. laying my head on it. Then I have one laying against my back, one between my legs. Okay, wow, dude. Yeah, I like to be smothered in pillows, man. Yeah, I, I dig pillows. that.
2: We're doing a lot of pillows. No, I've never feather done Feather pillows. The, I love a good feather
1: pillow. You know? Never done the between the legs. Oh, the, fe- the goose down? Yes, dude. Those are exceptional. Oh, yeah. Yes. I had one as a kid. Okay, uh, there you have it, the uh, the the proper round-tripper from Woolchuck. We've, We've got to get it. out of here. Sands is coming up at 6.20. Okay, we'll talk more baseball with Sands coming up at, at 6.20. Coming up at 4 o'clock, we'll get you some Cowboys news. But up next, Chief, where would you like to take us?
0: Best of the weekend, a local legend has to apologize, but I think the sport he plays for should be the one apologizing and a PGA Tour ball-sacking for the ages next year in the nation.